to assume we've had a uh, problem. Uh, are you sure? Affirmative. Uh, no, no worries, bro. We, we have a solution. Agent Copy that. That's clear also. to Mindwave. I am Jenner. I'm the other guy. Just kidding, I'm Josh. This is my fabulous co-host Josh. Hey! And many of you may be hearing this show for the first time, so very big welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we have some fucking uh, crazy Yay. news. Crazy news. Okay, so we had been tweeting on the Twitters, you know, like the people do, uh, to uh, do the famous these days, you have to you have to use uh, the Twitter machine. So I was doing that, and we submitted. Um, there was this thing through the Yang Gang Hub uh, that Boyce let us know about from the crossover episode. Go listen to that. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Love that guy. Can't wait for you to hear this one, Josh. It's really really cool. And, oh yeah, very uh, and, excited. And my Once breakdown. Up, with, I'm there. Yeah, my breakdown with Paul is really cool as well. Um, but, bum, 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 holy shit. Okay, so we submitted these videos for, like, um, why I support Yang kind of thing. Uh, just, like, cute little things, and, uh, you know, you add the hashtag like the kids do, and then people, uh, give them little hearts and share them. So, I posted one, and it was, like, blowing up like crazy, I'm like, oh, cool. So, I get Paul, I'm like, Paul, here here's our login credentials for our Twitter login and do one. And he did one. It was like blown up. I was like, Oh, this is crazy. Uh, but apparently, yeah, apparently that got us on, uh, some kind of radar because during the, uh, during the thingy here, right. When we kind of first kicked it off for, um, the debates, which is what this is about. We didn't introduce the episode yet, but uh, we were just, we were, we were notes. getting there. We yeah. Were getting th there. This is coverage of the, Houston debates. If that wasn't clear from like the weird, uh, silly NASA thing we made at the beginning, uh, I'm actually going to open Twitter because it's, uh, yeah, I tweeted and I tagged Andrew and then his campaign staff like replied with like a GIF, which is how it's pronounced, Paul. <laughs> We've been over this. We've been we, fighting him on we this. We will have this debate. Traffic's interchange format. <laughs> nope, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. Uh, no, but yeah, they replied, and then I replied with another GIF that they like, and then they followed me, and then a bunch of like the state Yang gangs followed me, and I was like, oh, we're blowing up. This is kind of cool. And this is right after, um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> wow, really? <laughs> this is right after um, I got in contact with Scott Santens. And uh, we are going to schedule a time to sit down with him to come on the show to really break down UBI. 
We're going to break it down in detail, how it's going to be funded. I have been waiting for an opportunity to explain UBI in a way that is going to get people to be like, oh, okay, cool. It's not socialism. It's human-centered capitalism and actually get them to embrace the idea. So, And Scott Santens is the guy, like the guy. This is literally the guy. That you want for this conversation. So we have some homework to do. Scott, if you're listening, we want to make sure that we respect your work and uh, absorb as much of it as possible. But uh, we are very much looking forward to sitting down with you and really like, let's get nerdy. (laughs) Let's get let's get nerdy on this shit and really dig into the guts of of UBI as as a general concept. I mean, just beyond the freedom dividend, which is a wonderful idea. But let's like. Let's get into like the economics and the math and uh, the nerd shit there, and then we can, you know, get into the humanity first part. We can kind of do this like hybrid thing. Yes, bringing the humanity to the math. I think yes. that's uh, wonderful, and we want your backstory too, and to be able to promote your work. So that was very exciting. Uh, I had that literally highlighted. Um, on that, we have a Humanity First series that we're doing on the show. It started as a standalone with uh, Fred Ramey and Phil Ord. That's episode number five, Humanity First. We collected a bunch of voicemails from the Yang Gang saying uh, who they are, where they're at, why they're pumped for Andrew's campaign. Awesome fucking episode. I love that. We're like, let's I think m- that one was probably my yeah, favorite that we've Let's done so make far. this a whole thing to where like Humanity First 2 three, four, whatever, like a whole series. So uh, Annette Anderson is going to be our next one. We're going to schedule that soon. She's actually coming in person. This is how much she believes in Andrew's campaign, and this is fucking amazing. So thankfully, uh, I'm in a position to where I can put her up. So I'm, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna take care of her while she's in town. We're going to put her up in a hotel and give her a tour around Bisbee, uh, courtesy of BTC. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Uh, there's another one uh, coming down, another in-person one, and then we're going to do a bunch of remote ones. We're going to get Mikey on, and it's just going to be like like long form. Let's 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 delve let's get, into it. Yeah, let's get into it. What? Who are you? What's your story? You know, like where are you at? How did you find out about Andrew? Why are you pumped? What would it mean for your life if this were to go through? And we can just... Uh, the first one was like a double feature. It ran long. I think it was over two hours. Because we talked to Fred for like an hour and then Phil for like an hour. So as as like a series, they're going to be a standalone thing where we'll have one long conversation with somebody in the Yang Gang. Maybe you. Uh, and then we want to end out every single episode with... Uh, I want to say like half a dozen voicemails just from other people giving their like little condensed minute or two long version if they don't want to come on for like a whole let's sit down for an hour and talk about this because this is fucking amazing um so voicemail line for that uh is 602-456-2253 there's a three minute limit call in say hey i'm he i'm this person i'm so and so i'm from here this is how I found out about Andrew. This is why I love his campaign. Yada, and yada, feel yada. free to leave more than yeah. one. Just because there's a three-minute limit, if you want to leave two or three of them, feel you know absolutely welcome to do that. Like We, we are, will use it. Unless oh, it's, absolutely. Unless it's super fucked up. And uh, th- this is a point where I, I... 
interjection. Uh, I, I do have to apologize to Andrew's campaign for uh, <laughs> be, be, it's this is a naughty show. We 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 are naughty and we say bad words, uh, but you know we have the e on there for explicit. So yeah, I uh, but you know he said challenge fucking accepted. So I, I I don't think we've said anything too bad. We'll try to be we'll try to be slightly more professional and nice. But along with that, um, this whole we're gonna utilize the humanity first hashtag, um, to get this like humanity first group of people. Okay via the social media like the kids do um and right now we actually created a group chat on facebook for humanity first that first episode we got a bunch of people in in there uh and a bunch of people who are like talking about coming on and we're also using that to talk about you know the debates and the campaign and just like little notes here and there so we want to open that up to you guys like uh i'll just have it like one we'll just have like one place where we can all come to kind of get around this humanity first idea um and you know have easy ways for you guys to send in voicemails and contribute your voice to the conversation because it's very 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 important um so yeah we are going to use that i'm going to put a link to that facebook chat in the show notes so You'll just click right where it says Facebook chat. It'll pop right up, and you will be uh, added into the conversation. There's a bunch of cool people in there already, but you can get in there too, and uh, we can get into this and talk about it and record some stuff and get it out there for the world. We want to tell your story. Uh, beyond that, uh, yep, cover the humanity first things. Got Santan, super stoked. Apparently, uh Yang's campaign is following us on Twitter, which is very cool. Oh, and The War on Normal People. The War on Normal People, the book, which is fucking fantastic. Go listen to it yes. now on Audible right now in his voice. Or if you're a, a, a book reader person, I mean, maybe buy one I of those. I bought a copy of the book yeah. because I just thought it was... I, I, yeah. I do want the Audible version, though, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got me see, turned on to audiobooks, see, but... And I'm I'm the same way because like even though I don't read physical books, I still want a physical one because you know uh, we may be able to get them signed someday. Who knows? That would how be cool lit. would that be, Andrew? If how you're listening, cool. <laughs> please sign my copy of your book, please. Oh man, I love it. So this is this is a somewhat structured yet mostly loose uh, concept for the show. We're going to be covering. The debates that happened this evening, I think those were the only uh, like pre-show notes that I had. Uh, so I guess we will take a quick three-second transition break, and then we will get into round one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Yeah, so we have round one and round two, and after each round, we're going to give Paul a call on the electric internet telephone. And uh, get him because he took a bunch of notes too. He, yeah. He uh, watched along, right along with us, and was taking notes, and he has some thoughts. So this is going to be fun. It's probably going to be a long thing if I end up having to split it into multiple parts. So be it. I can do it. But you ready? You ready I'm to ready. Get into this shit. It was. Uh, it was an interesting night. So I think it was too. Yeah. We have some things to say. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we have some shit to say. Uh, things to uh, say. <laughs> Sorry. I I think so. No, no. I I think yeah. We have some shit to say. Yeah. It's it yeah. For real. Uh anyway, with that, 
Let's go into what would be an ad break, and we'll be right back. So you're listening to a podcast or watching a video on YouTube, and you're getting really into your content, and all of a sudden there's an ad. We fucking hate ads. Seriously. A lot. So if you hate ads like we hate ads, throw us a dollar on Patreon. Seriously. Listen to our after show. Um, it's awesome. It's uh, it's it's just like this show, except even raunchier and better. And, and drunker, usually. And a lot drunker. If you go to our <laughs> website, you'll notice there's an option to buy us a beer on Cash App. You can we do will that. be taking advantage of that because we yeah. love our beer. If, if you pitch anything on uh, Patreon or PayPal, you do get goodies. We got lots of goodies in the works. So, uh, Including this track that you're hearing in the background. Oh, man. Yeah, this is uh, it's, it's, it's a sketch. It's not even a demo yet. It's a sketch uh, for the it's, uh, it's something album coming up on. later this year, which Josh is going to work on with me called Rebound. Uh, Stay I put tuned a couple, for that. Yeah, I put a couple tracks, or a couple uh, early demos from uh, that project on the show, including Solar Sails and uh, the other mystery track from uh, We Did This Instead. Yeah, it's all going on one thing, and there's it's going to be like vocal heavy, lots of trip hop, lots of strings, lots of just weird. Yeah, we're gonna have fun with it. It's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, if you support <laughs> us and you hate ads, throw us a dollar on Patreon. Listen to our after show. Support the show. Yeah. Um, all the services that we use, um, we pretty much pay for with the money that we receive from our donors and our patrons because well, that's how we keep the show going. Yeah, not yet. Right now I'm, I'm paying to host the show and I'm also uh, about to pay to do the Zencaster thing so that we can get studio quality audio with any guest anywhere provided the that they have a mic now a lot of you guys know paul by now i'm buying paul a mic so that Surprise. he can have yeah not for him he knows he knows i am buying him mics uh so well, i yeah. was under the impression he anyway didn't. no well see because you're behind and that's okay it's fine <laughs> this is better than an ad break i assume <laughs> I don't like ad breaks. Even when they're funny, I, I still usually skip to them. Anyway, yes, uh, support the show. Get lots of goodies. Help us make better shit. Fuck Get yeah. in touch with us, man. Go on go on mindwave.media. Get in touch with us. Send us an email. Drop a voicemail. Yeah, for real. We love that. We want to get in touch with everybody. Awkward it? silence. Yeah, I think we're good. Well, there's music, so it's not entirely silent. I'm just really enjoying the song. I don't I don't want to turn it off. It's not even a song yet. It's just elements spaced out so that I could hear them all separately and know where I wanted to go with it. And I added some beats to it so I could start sketching out ideas of where to take it. Yeah, like playing well, with these synths. Sounds these, like uh, it's the end of the song. So. Synths, the ar arpeggiators. I think it's the end of our I fake ad break. Arpeggiators. <laughs> we'll we'll talk more about arpeggiators later. But yeah, go to our website. Fuck ads. Support Fuck the show. Fuck ads. Send us a dollar. We love you guys. <laughs>
Okay, so let's get into it. The debates. The debates. We got notes. We're going to talk to Paul later. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Um, Opening statement. They were talking about, like, not even, before the opening statements, like, they were, like, totally setting the stage for Yang. I wrote that down. I was like, they were talking about connection over policy, personal stories. That's how you stand out, you know, tonight. They were just making the case. So this is the kind of president that we need. I'm like, yeah, you're, you mean Yang. You're describing Yang. Uh, right. Um, in this whole, like, you know, no spin. It's just about the, the truth. And then they were kind of shitting on the top three for being like yeah. old and unrelatable. Yeah, they, like, they were in talking the about top three all yeah. being 70 plus. And <clears throat> I didn't even realize that Elizabeth Warren was over 70. I thought she was like 63 maybe. Um, oh, I I had no idea. But yeah, no, Elizabeth yeah, Warren, yeah, Joe Biden, all... and Bernie, obviously, are all old <laughs> as fuck. So that's a thing. Dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that was weird that they were... They were setting Andrew up and shitting on the top tier candidates. I thought that was a, a, an interesting tactic, but it was like, okay, Despite clearly. Despite that, though, he yeah. still didn't have as much talk time. Still last on the list by the breakdown. Yeah. I checked on Twitter. He got He's gotten incrementally every debate. He's gotten more time, but he's still last on the list. As the field and Biden narrows, is, I think yeah, that it'll be he's more. still at the top. Because yeah, once they start get, yeah. like pitting him versus Biden, it's over. It's game over. I don't I don't know if Biden can recover from tonight. I, I have Ooh, that, I I have that like way on later on my list, but he had a rough night. And uh, we will go into that. But on his uh, on his opening statement, you know, I I thought that uh, you know this whole almighty dollar thing and restoring trust in institutions was a good opening message. The uh, freedom dividend for ten American families. Yeah, that whole thing. Like he dropped that bomb and. It seemed like he was getting heckled for a minute there. I was like, yeah, really? people were laughing at some like people booed. It was like very and this kind of yeah. like leaked a little early. I read this earlier that that was the uh, big announcement that he was going to do it for 10 more families because he's already done it for, I think, two or three. He's been giving them a thousand dollars a month um, to live off of. And he's. The idea was to do it for 10 more families, but the idea kind of leaked. And I, I think it was some kind of coordinated that like I was uh, I was telling you earlier, I think the, the main groups that are most opposed ideologically to Yang, uh, usually based on little to no information. They are uh, Bernie bros or libertarians. I've I've had a lot of recent conversations with the libertarians that just don't don't get how or why libertarians would support him and like, well you gotta listen to the guy talk he's talking about making a smaller government by you know making welfare programs obsolete and applying taxes efficiently so that putting it the putting the yeah, financial buying it doesn't power fall back on you the and they're like not in the corporations yeah, yeah. it's, it's the taxes don't fall back on you they they fall back on you know the industries that are benefiting the most from automating away jobs. It's a totally, 
you know, it's 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 a it's a, an approach that's in line with capitalism and and in line with libertarian ideals, you know, overall. So I don't, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's it. We we got to give them time, man. They haven't heard the full spiel yet. You got to have an hour to sit I down. I mean, it's not even or, you know, 2020 yet. I mean, we're still just yeah. coming to the end. <laughs> I mean, it's we've got a whole, you know, another year before the elections even happening. It's we got time. It's going to happen. Like oh, we're getting there. Plenty. Um, yeah. It, but speaking of Bernie bros, jumping up. Yeah. Speaking of Bernie bros, uh, did he have laryngitis the whole time? Like, what was that all about? He the whole Bernie time was incredibly he difficult. He sounded ill to listen to tonight. Um, like his voice is normally pretty abrasive, <laughs> but tonight substance it was just and extra. tone. Yeah, I was like, I, it's much of it was very difficult to pay attention or listen to anytime they get into healthcare it gets into a shit show and i'm like i'm gonna go outside and smoke a cigarette and that was one of those things like they've literally (laughs) talked about healthcare for the most time out of all three of the last debates with cnn nbc and this this other one now with abc they have all opened up pretty much with healthcare as their their winning ticket in the very opening and they've been on that topic for so long well it's it's not even necessarily that that's the problem it's that it hasn't been substantive it's, it's been the they'll, same they'll, arguments they'll every go, single time and and no there's never an answer there's all this weaselly shit around uh you know who's What's who's covered? Or what what's is the who, public option? And, mean? and Are people it, gonna lose? Their it's just a coverage? waste of time. They bullshit. did not clear up anything about their healthcare po- positions. None of Biden them. was notoriously dodging. I mean, if you listen to him, speak, oh, he dodged he was all notoriously night. Dodging. Yeah, he dodged fucking everything. Uh, but that, let, let's yeah, we'll get let's more into that. Try too. to be. Uh, let's try to uh, go. In a linear fashion, chronologically. Oh, can we talk about Biden beating off a whale? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Opening statements. <laughs> uh, that is that is on there. He was doing this thing, uh, moving his hands up and down like he was jacking it, off. It a, looked a tree like trunk. he was jerking off a whale. It was a funny thought. I'd, I, I, it's probably more after show style. Uh, we just tra- we wanted to we, throw something goofy in here. <laughs> we have plenty. Uh, um. Oh shit! I have a note here from Bernie was dodging healthcare too. I had that written down since we were on the topic. Uh, Bernie was asked a question and just completely went off the rails with it. Uh, in reference to whether healthcare was going to cost middle class folks more with the public option of Medicare for all, and he just kind of went off the rails with it and didn't answer the question and just he essentially filibustered his time like. <laughs> I had a note here about Klobuchar, but I can't read my own goddamn handwriting. I, I wrote that Beto had a good open. Uh, I thought Buttigieg, I liked Buttigieg overall tonight, but I thought that opening with like 9-11 and the unity, I, that that's not a great example of unity kind of playing the card there playing the that, sympathy that, card that's a that's a nationalistic enraged grieving kind of unity that's like we need to carpet bomb the shit out of whoever did this to us that's not really the kind of unity that we want to go for Pete so that was not an appropriate place to uh invoke 911 however cute, he's adorable <laughs> I'd, I'd i would i would um uh, 
I'd hit it. No, but uh, there w- there was a place later on that was a very appropriate place to bring up 9-11, and I was like, okay, yeah, that was a spot. You should have left it there. I thought that was very weird in the opening remark. And then, of course, the Biden looking like he was jerking off a whale thing. And then uh, Bernie... I literally just wrote that. <laughs> he really fucking did, too. G-H... Scribble... Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Um, um. No, but yeah, Pete kind of stepped on Andrew's dick. Like, oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but he 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 kind of did. He clapped back as as the kids, uh, say. Yeah, like the first question that, uh, you know, first question ended, of the yeah, night. It, it Pete tried to steal it, and then it bounced about. He tossed it to co- Yang twice. Yeah. When you were if you were watching it, like he tossed it to Yang twice, and. All these other people were Pete like, just kind of kept blah, blah. going, and then like, other yeah. people got involved, and Yang just kind of sat back he, and was like, "Um, uh, he, no, wait. he put it. He put his foot down, and, and he, after he like took control seconds, of the situation, he was like, yeah. okay, yeah, no, uh, I'm gonna speak now.' And he actually kind of stepped up, which was something during the he, first debate. He got his dick stepped on a couple times, and he didn't speak. Oh, totally. Up. That was no, a, that but, was actually something um, we talked about, but uh, this time he seems to kind of have taken the stage a little bit more by force, which I I, I like that. Uh, this was on the first question, um, and this is where there were, like, trolls booing, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what what is going on here? This has to be some kind of, like, coordinated thing, or just, I, I mean, I assume, in terms of, like, Biden got absolutely fucking destroyed by hecklers later oh my on, God, but they, we're, we're yeah. gonna go chronologically. Okay, weed time, a really big, when they started talking about, um drug policy and uh criminal reform and shit i was like oh man weed time yeah this is the perfect time for andrew to drop his fucking weed policy bomb where he talks about decriminalizing marijuana and opioids treating opioids like a a health crisis problem that needs treatment and treating marijuana like we treat everything else and pardoning everyone on 420 and shaking their fucking hands on the way out of prison he would have gotten a standing fucking ovation for that shit Huge missed up opportunity. They didn't really give him the ball though, and I was like, "What? It's weed time. There's no Yang. The fuck? It'll come out later. I'm sure. It'll he'll he'll get the opportunity to to bring that out of the woodwork. And it, I think it, that the response <laughs> is going to be overall very pro very positive. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Where are you at? The uh, we're still in round one. This is before the first commercial break. So. Okay, so um, with that being said, yeah, no, like Biden had made a comment as well about um, wanting to send pot users to rehab instead. I'm like, no, like pot You're shouldn't right. have been made illegal in the first place. Like go he back to the 30s, friend. Like He didn't stop. say it in such explicit terms, but yeah, when he was talking about people he in, hinted in, at it. He in hinted prison at it. for nonviolent drug offenses, he was like, we need to get these people treatment. And I'm like, a lot of those people are in there for fucking pot. Are you talking about putting people in rehab for pot? What are you... Grandpa, crazy grandpa. Yeah, there was a lot of shitting on Biden tonight. It it felt like the shit well, on Biden, Biden show for a lot himself, of it. Honestly, I mean, he his... Oh God, he's yeah. just... All his crazies coming out the woodwork and everybody's seeing it. it. Yeah, I, I feel like... Just, I, I'm going to go into this uh, later, but I really kind of feel like he's, he's slipping. He's losing his grip a little bit. Like same thing with Bernie. Mentally. God, mentally, Bernie. No, Bernie's still pretty sharp intellectually. He's pretty cognizant. I, I just can't... I, think, li- I can't stand to hear him talk. He... 
yeah, he has that old broken record player kind of effect to him. But you know, yeah. it's I still respect Bernie. He's I, not. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think he's he's fully. He's fully. I mean, uh, to be fair, I was pro Bernie in 2016. Mentally but. capacitated, that 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 Bernie guy. He has a fully functioning brain. I'm not sure about Biden. He feels like he's slipping. Yeah, he's got a he's bit of that Alzheimer's going forgetting on. Forgetting names. Go he did that all night. He couldn't remember people's names. He just said, like, my friend or the person to the left. He couldn't remember he Obama's mistaked, uh, name. Who was standing next to him? Oh, jeez. Was uh, it Bernie? Yeah, it was Bernie yeah, standing next to him. I think there. it was, was like, Warren was, and Bernie. I think they, like... He referred to Bernie as president and then, you know, kind of backtracked and said, my friend from Vermont. Yeah, he had a bunch... He's had a bunch of those moments. He forgot Obama's name the other day. Just like, uh, former yeah. president, uh, uh, my boss... The, the 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 former my boss <laughs> you know the black one <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, uh, i don't know i used to I'm, work with him i'm 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 worried about him uh, he's showing so i'm not i'm not like a brain yeah, i don't scientist, feel like he's all there but like, uh he is kind of showing kind of like trump that he's showing sign early signs to of, a lesser degree but yeah uh some kind of dementia or something situation if there are any brain people listening uh, who might have insight on that? Let us know. Call in. Shoot us an email. If if that's totally off base, but yeah, I feel like he's he's uh, yeah he's he's had some interesting moments. I thought um, Yang on immigration. I thought he totally killed it. Oh, absolutely! He killed it on that immigration. Was that the quote that he made about his grandfather working in no, was, a peanut farm? No, yeah, it was, no, it was his dad. His dad grew up in a. Oh, peanut, that was his dad. Peanut farm with no floor. Yeah, I, it, in a house with no floor. I think that just like and saying, you know, using that as like he can say, you know, that's the American dream right there. You can be president one day. He'd be living proof to every everyone on earth. You know, this is the land of freedom and opportunity. I think a lot of them had really good approaches to immigration, but I think Yang really drove it home out yeah, of all no. of them. Like he really like. He drove a, uh, him and Castro. Castro had a good argument for that as well. I I wrote that Pete's policies were really good. I can't remember the the specifics, but I re, yeah. I remember him like he had some really good policy ideas on immigration. I think, um, and again, I I like him a lot, and he's adorable, and I would probably do butt stuff with him <laughs> fair enough um so on that oh, note man. Uh, <laughs> if you like this show give us a dollar <laughs> we can talk about doing butt stuff with mayor pete uh that's after show territory man uh, definitely man bell we gotta we gotta interject a little bit of that every once in a while so that's all i had for part one fun. yeah yeah man um, the fuck uh paul has notes there and i have like cross like mind map shit to like Paul's notes. So we're, we're going to get him on separately for, for that shit. Uh, but yes, any final thoughts on part one before we uh, move on to part two? No, I actually want to kick off part two because I have a point that I want to make, but um, whenever you're ready, was it about the bathroom, the joke that I made during the bathroom break? No, that's probably going to have to be an after show thing. Do the after show thing for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. I if made you want to know what we're talking yeah. about, give us a dollar on Patreon and check out the after show. Uh um, <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 gonna produce that as a as a as a fake thing. Hell yeah. All right. Like, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna part fake two. it. It's gonna be great. Are we part are, two? Do we wanna add like a transitional or we just <laughs> here we go. Fuck no, let's just do it. Fuck it. Okay. All right, yeah. I've got one. Um 
So I put on here Yang to work deal with China over trade. And it was surprising to me because when they came back from the break, he was the first one that they went to over uh, trade with China, which I thought was kind of interesting because I think it's the first time out of all the debates that they've actually directly lobbed a question mm. at him right after the break and gave I him like a I wonder why. I hate playing that card. I mean, yeah. I hate playing that card, but it's like, let's, but let's think ask about the Asian how he guy. Handled it. I was kind of oh, upset was because his response included that, like, they asked, they're like, are you going to roll back the Trump trade tariffs with China, like, when you go into office, like, immediately? And he flat right. out said no. He's like, I'm not going to roll that back. He's like, using that as a bargaining chip to actually strike a deal with China, which I think is really smart. I don't think Trump should have done it in the first place, but. Oh, yeah. Him oh, you have approaching to show, that yeah. from that standpoint of saying I won't roll it back right away is not ostracizing his base of Trump supporters because he has a lot of former Trump supporters that yep. support him. The loudest ones that I've seen, they're all former Trump supporters. And I think it was libertarians, a very, conservatives. very yeah. smooth move on his that part to I, not jump on that. I'm going to undo everything Trump did shit because that's going to turn them off to him. Yeah, no, I had that too. I thought that bringing up uh, the intellectual property rights within technology and yeah. shit and was very And everybody kind of took that, that point and ran with it. Kind of like, went uh, with that. even Biden was going on about property rights, like in stealing intellectual property. Yeah, no, they all, uh, I forget who I said just, it first, mm. but everybody kind of went to that Yang point. Yang did. Yang was the one talking about uh, he was the one who started IP talking rights. about it, yeah. And then he gave a little uh, elbow nudge to uh, Elon, which was nice. But I wrote, I wrote that here. I said he gave the conservative answer, no to repealing the tariffs because he wants a diplomatic solution. You, you, it's not even a leverage thing. It's like new president, new negotiation, new table. Let's sit down and figure out how to move forward. Just saying, like. He's just going to uh, get rid of all the tariffs. And that, like, uh, that is the conservative answer, saying that, no, let's let's start from square one and find something that's best for everybody. I think uh, the, the, there's a lot of nuance, especially when it comes to foreign policy decisions. Right. There is so much nuance that uh, it's it's just, you know, you got to be mindful of that shit. Um, did we get? Oh, I man. I hear a Paul. I think I hear a Paul too. What the hell? Hello. <laughs> I was like, it's oh, he's there. Well, we, he's we there. Started. Well, we're, we, we started. started. We're recording on our end. I forgot I had this open. Uh, we're 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 into part two, so we we kind of hit a hit a wall here. How what are we what are we doing? I don't know. I don't think you're recording on my end. Well, yeah, we are we are going to go to a, a uh, we non commercial yeah, commercial break. a non commercial ad non ad break, and then we will uh, we will be right back. <laughs> Fun surprise, yeah. We just wrapped up on uh, part one, and then we were just getting into part two, and uh, yeah. So this this is actually a good time to uh to let you jump in here and we can run over our, our uh, you know your part one notes and then we can move into part two part two all together and then uh wrap on the uh the last bit about resilience and then uh we can call it i think that's that actually worked out rather well so uh let's take a quick break and we will be right back 
We are back and on the line, executive producer of Mindwave, Paul Beck. Paul, welcome back to Hello. the show. Hello. How you doing, Paul? Thank you. I'm all right. How are you doing, Josh? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. So we already covered part one so far, but um, right. I want to get your thoughts. Any notes that you had? What were your overall thoughts for the opening statements and the uh, leading up to the first commercial break? Well, first of all, I, I felt like it was just a huge, just kind of a shit show, really. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was kind of a just whose dick is bigger arguing back and forth. And I don't feel like most of the candidates really said anything of any substance. Um, you know, it's all just been regurgitated talking points. And really the only two people that came out of the the only two people that came out of the first uh, round, I guess we'll call it, for the first commercial break, they uh, the only two people that I didn't think less of than I did going in were Andrew Yang and Cory Booker. Um, mm. Everybody else just seemed really childish and really, really, uh, I guess, on the offense the entire time. You know, everybody had such similar ideas, but they're yelling back and forth at each other and talking over each other. Right. Right. No, I noticed that. Yeah. As well. Andrew Yang has compared this. If if he said politics was a sport, he said it would be professional wrestling if that can even be considered a sport, because it is. It's it's theatrical bullshit. And most, most people say, can tell. I, I was just going to say, I think professional wrestling is more real than a lot of these politic, oh, uh, yeah. political debates. Find me, find me one of those motherfuckers uh, who'd be willing to get hit with an aluminum chair. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, no, yeah. but you, you, you are right. It was not as bad this time. The first one was an absolute. Bad, no. The first one was a fucking you know, dumpster fire. It was horrible. You know, I, I, I saw the second one and this whole one, but the first one I just kind of saw the media headlines of. I didn't actually sit through and watch that one. Oh man, but, it was bad. Yeah, the yeah. first one was horrible. The second one was a <laughs> little better, but not by much. And this one was a little better by a little bit more but still not that much i mean it, it's still yeah. it's still the reality tv circus it's there there was some more substantive things that happened this evening that weren't just the the, the f fucking bullshit game that uh, is politics as usual yeah, there were some there were some played into the substantive politics moments. bullshit too there was a ton of that there was a ton of that and uh, i i know now I grew up on the left and, you know, the the more extreme that that's gotten them further to the center, because I'm definitely not right by any stretch of the imagination. Right, but right. I, when when they play into those identity politics games, I totally get why people on the right are like, oh, my God, shut up. What are you doing? Seriously. Yeah. I, I don't oh. know. I, I feel like uh, Kamala Harris was kind of the worst and well, throughout the entire thing, to be honest. Yeah, and, that's that's, like, she, that's Kamala, if you're listening, you're still uh, a cop. She's she's not listening, <laughs> and we love law enforcement. She's, I hope she's not. I don't <laughs> speak for yourself. I I will speak I for will. myself. I, <laughs> I'm a law enforcement fan. <laughs> it, I I like <laughs> certain 
certain people, I guess, but I don't enjoy law enforcement yeah. as a whole. No, there's systemic um, problems, but the the when we think about fucked up cops, like the people who hate fucked up cops the most are good cops. Tangent. Boom. Yeah. It's yeah, true kinda. though. It's yeah. like the it is, the yeah. biggest um, critics of the like problems that within outrage. that shit. That is kind of an outrage machine thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, boo, ba, ba, bo, 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 identity politics. I have part kind of a one. unique. I have kind of a unique perspective on that. I won't go too far into it, but you know, I grew up in a really poor area, and it was very, uh, very. Uh, uh, how do I phrase it? Um, very ethnic, I guess. There was a lot of diverse. Uh, I think is, of, diverse is the woke term, I believe. Yeah, it was diverse. not diverse. It, it was not diverse. It was very, um, it was, it was white people. It was uh, Latin Americans and it was African Americans. And that was it. It was mostly African Americans. And I saw a lot of the systemic problems happen kind of right in front of my eyes growing up, going to school, you know, that's and, how it was for me living in Phoenix. Yeah. Like, that, no, it's absolutely oh God, there. It's awful. It's absolutely awful there. there. My, my, my point was that, you know, it's it's kind of that it, there's a kind of like that military ethic into it, you know, like honor and service. So like the people who are most egregiously offended by these fucked up cops, which clearly exist, uh, it's the good cops that are like, what? Man, that is, that is a total tangent. So we will not get into that. Yeah, here. yeah let's not. For, uh, that's that's an outrage machine. That is sure. did absolutely you, uh, an outrage. Did you have any there. other points that you wanted to make for uh, part one, Paul? that you had oh yeah oh yeah what have we got um, for you uh let's see here i'm gonna try and skim through my own i have so many notes on this i i was sitting writing the whole time <laughs> um that's that was always one of my uh one of my uh, better skills in school was taking notes because i could i can literally write down what's said as it's being said shit so. do you want to take notes for me <laughs> i get bored after like 10 minutes i'm like i can't do this i'm gonna go watch this paul's great because i'm and, like i'll remember and this is why he's perfect for breakdowns because with the crossover thing like it was awesome he had notes for fucking everything and yeah we might have found our Jamie. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um, oh, that was terrible one point recurring one point, uh, yes is it is it Beto or Beto or how do you pronounce his first Beto. name? Beto. 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 Okay. Beto. Beto. Um, he Beto. had a really good point for Joe Biden. I thought uh, where Joe Biden kind of only wants to take credit for Obama's successes, and he kind of, you know, uh, shies away. Sorry, from I was trying to mask kind of <laughs> Shies away from any kind of. Like, talk of Obama's failures so he doesn't want to be associated with that at all. But, you know, of course he argued right. against that. That was a great point. I thought that was Cory Booker's um, point from uh, the last one. Cory Booker. Oh, really? Yeah. Cory, Cory Booker un- opened that fucking Pandora's box of <laughs> face melting <laughs> burnitude. Yeah. That's as brutal, brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was in the, uh, in the second one. And it was it was pretty intense. And one of the notes that I have here, uh, where is it for Booker? He got them puppy dog I, eyes. He was doing the puppy dog thing, I, the puppy dog eyes thing all night. Y'all notice that shit? Yeah, dude, I, I saw that I, too. I loved I loved Corey in this one. Uh, Seriously, he was, he was my second favorite behind Yang. He was just fantastic. Yeah, like really, I want I, 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 I want to be Yang. Really I want to be Yang sure. Booker twenty twenty. I really do. 
<laughs> I'd, I'd, but, uh, I'd be fine with it. I still really like yeah, Pete. Yeah. Pete, I, I like you. To... I'm warming up to Pete. No, I, I was against Pete's him at third. first, Pete, yeah. Pete but I third was, right I'm now. warming up to him. He's in my top three. I love his, his commitment to service and honor and... You know, and you know I'm I really originally sad started this out with supporting. It's not a thing anymore because I really did like her. She's still running. She just didn't make the debates. Mm. Yeah, I started out liking Warren, and I I just can't even look at her anymore. Or listen to her talk. I mean, it's just it's yeah. Like she's tonight going she kind of fell apart. I had a lot of hopes yeah, for her. It's it's I like really finding like out. Her. Yeah, it's like being a soccer mom and finding out this bitch you've been getting uh, mimosas with on Sunday morning for like two years is actually an anti-vaxer and. You know, you, right. you, you, you don't want to let your kids play with hers anymore. It's kind of like, oh, man. I, I like you this whole thing. Andrew Yang, debate, not if. When Andrew Yang uh, is elected, uh, I would like to see him put uh, Warren as Secretary of Education. I think that would be perfect uh, for her. She would do well She there. made she a lot well of there. good yeah. points about being a teacher. And the more that I look at her, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that she does remind me of a teacher because she reminds me of all my favorite teachers growing up. And I think that's why she I like her She does totally have that. I, I was initially thinking something like State Department, but yeah, Department of Education. Oh my God, she would be perfect to yeah. replace Betsy DeVos. <laughs> she, that that would be her. fucking amazing. And if you haven't seen yeah. Randy Everybody. Rainbow's Betsy Cruella DeVos, Everybody. it describes fucking, her perfectly. Fucking calculator and a pencil would be better than DeVos or, DeVos or however you want to pronounce yeah. it. She's a nightmare. I've also said that Yang should appoint... Um, Goddamn. <laughs> What's his fucking name? Climate Guy. Jay Inslee. Yes, Jay Inslee. Tip of my tongue. Yeah, I I think he should be appointed to the EPA. Oh, absolutely. I think Yang should use this whole team. If he if he's president, uh, make um, Mayor Pete um, commander of 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 the uh of the military. I don't know ranks. Yeah, no, put him in some kind of military uh thing where he's like. Top military guy uh, under the commander in chief. I don't know who that's. We don't know be. how government works. We'll look it up later. I I do, but you know what? It's been a long night. There's it, so that many was titles, a long fucking you know thing, like, I and I had know, a couple beers. I went so. from knowing all the titles of everybody and like where they stand in the hierarchy of our government to now it's like after 2016. I just remember the names of everybody and what they do, and I'm like, mm. oh, I know Sarah Huckabee Sanders, but what does she do? <laughs> Nothing it's anymore. Like, She's out, right? Oh, good. Thank They're God. all out. Fuck her. Bolton's out. God, Bolton just Bolton's left. Gone. We covered that in the uh, conversation. To, the ocean to become a walrus. <laughs> I fucking um. I was gonna do a mini episode, and and maybe I'll do that tomorrow before I blast this out. But I recorded a whole other episode with Paul that I, the audio is I I can't get the audio, oh, and it's frustrating. Yeah, it but yeah, that's, that's a whole that's a whole other thing. But we are tangenting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought uh, my another bell. thing is another good point I thought was made. Um, Buttigieg uh, made the point that uh, he wanted to uh, raise the target for the government to do business with uh, people of color to 25%. I thought that was really interesting talking point. I, I feel like that's a fantastic idea. Um, Eyebrow raise. Eyebrow raise. Yeah. yeah. What? I, did I wait? Wait, that? wait! 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 What? 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 <laughs> Rewind. Wait. Read that What's again. That? That, that oh, didn't okay. Click. Sorry. <laughs> On uh, Buttigieg. Yeah, I was saying. Reducing. Buttigieg. Yeah. Um, Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, he wants to raise the target for the government uh, doing business with people of color to uh, 25%, um, which I thought was really interesting. Um, oh, okay, so demographically. It sounds great he, in right, theory. He was, like, he was talking about, a, about mandating what's, that? What's, like, what's the current... It, that, that well, does, it, wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a mandate, I don't think. It would be more of a... Uh, like a target, like a goal. Deal, like a target. More of a target to strive for, exactly, yeah, which I think is a fantastic idea just to put the focus on trying to do that. You okay, know, I to totally not... missed that part. I mean, it so. sounds great in theory, okay. but I don't really know how he would go about doing that without seeming like he's it's, playing the race it, card. It is, it is a practice it's a thing. thing. It's a systemic thing, and it's just about... It, it's about not disregarding people just because of color, and I'm sure that there are ways to incentivize. Oh, of course, of course, um, of course. That. You know, it's like Andrew Yang says: you can't really. Uh, how did he word it? You can't. You can't mandate how to do things. You can only incentivize certain behaviors. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. feel like that plays into that. It it does. It it starts to get a little bit into the. Um, Fuck. It kind of goes into like Man, the territory of like incentivizing diversity hires. Like I, I just I don't know. I like, was I, feel like I that was would be going to mention. Um, yeah, and this is another outrage machine thing. But the um, no, what's what's that called? I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, of. The diversity for the diversity requirements within college campuses. Yeah, it's all all. All I can, all I can think is multiculturalism for some reason. Yeah, no, it's but something MLA, along those it, lines. It's yeah. along the lines of multiculturalism. Yeah, I know, I know, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's distraction it's tangent. Distraction, Bill. All right, um, um, what have we got next? Affirmative uh, action. God damn it. Yes, there we go. Uh, that's a fuck it. There we go. See, affirmative. I cannot believe we did not remember what the fuck affirmative action was. There are too many words in my goddamn brain now. All I had you know to what? do Maybe was I'll leave it in. in. Let him Maybe, start talking <laughs> and then just interrupt. Maybe I'll leave action. it in now because because that's that's how human brain works. You know that that's how that shit happens in the real life. And uh, I I want elements of this show to feel uh, real and human like that. So you know what? Fuck it. Leave it. Mistakes in. are made. Whatever. Leave it in. Moving on. Paul. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, really, my only other interesting note that I'm seeing from skimming here is that I swear Cory Booker was on cocaine all night, but I still loved his performance. <laughs> no, every time you I see him, his him. eyes are always so fucking wide. I'm like, I just, he's, I, yeah. it's, it's like he's always coked out. I, I, no, I it's swear just very he was on intense. Some kind of he's yeah, just very he was, intense. He's just like him and Yang are so passionate, and it shows so much. That's why I, I they came out on top for me in performance, yeah. definitely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you have any other notes for section one that you wanted to bring up? Um, no, I'm going to go ahead and skim past that and we can go into part two here. All right, cool. So, bum, 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 bum. Uh, Insert sound effect. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we'll do a, we'll do a transitional right here and then uh, we'll, we'll cut this little bit out right here. But um, why are you making more work for me, bitch? Because <laughs> I don't have to fucking do it. You so. know, that's difficult, right? Cause he's on his own, he's on his own channel, and we're on our our own channel. So when I clip shit, I gotta like take both of them and line them up right, and it's mm. a whole thing. See behind the scenes, behind the scenes content. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, moving on. 
<laughs> so section two. All then, right, yeah. yes. Moving on, part two. Um, <laughs> we started to cover uh, Yang on China in terms of intellectual right. property rights, his uh, nudge to Elon, and how um, his aunt's is fairly conservative answer of saying no that he wouldn't uh take the tariffs off you know he would just back out of that he he would be open to diplomacy you know making a new deal there are certain situations like that like with the iran deal that it's it's going to require like no you you can't just be like oh yeah i want to i want to go but like the paris climate accord is kind of like that where you could just be like put your name back on the list and be like yeah we're signing back up again uh, we, oh, we're going to need our own ones. declaration, but with, like with things like this in the Iran deal, it's like, it, it does need to be renegotiated. You can't just be like back C's control Z <laughs> doesn't work like that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was yeah, my I, point is that like, that was isn't it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I wrote this thought down in my notes. Uh, cause, uh, Amy, uh, club of car tar, uh, made the, uh, made the comment that she'll get us back into the Paris Accord, but correct me if I'm wrong, uh, we're not out of the Paris Accord because it's legally binding. We're just ignoring it because of fucking Trump. It's not a, yeah, it wasn't a legally binding document in the first place. It, it was, it was a goal. It was, well, it was well, yeah, an that, idea that, that was to strive to. That was a poor yeah. choice of words. I mean, um, but we, we're still, according to the terms, it expires the day after the election. Yeah, we're not after. we're not yeah. officially committing to it, but it's it's not one of these things that needs to be like renegotiated like it's fucking Brexit, you know, like we don't have to like <laughs> okay, let's convene the UN to decide whether or not the UN the US should act on climate change. It's pretty straight fucking forward. We just gonna be like, Yep, check mark. <laughs> but yeah, with things with things Nobody like trade with China and Iran. I know. Not I know. a single person no, mentioned nuclear. There were so many opportunities. No Phil yeah. is going to be furious. <laughs> I'm sure. Our, our I, lovely I, I, buddy I, I Phil. I was hopeful because Elizabeth Warren started out saying we need to use every tool. You know, I was like, oh, she changed her mind. And then she yep. listed off everything except for nuclear. I'm just like, what the fuck? They uh, all did that. And uh, 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 Beto did too. Freaking uh, uh, Bernie. Bet- Bernie did that shit. Oh, Bernie and Warren are both like, let's get rid of nuclear totally. Yeah, and Bernie and like, Warren. I love Warren now. so They're like, much, nuclear goes bye bye. With her no nuclear nonsense, and somehow we're gonna have a a completely clean energy future. And there's like a lot of these plans that were like not fucking bold enough. And this is another chance that Andrew had to talk about like actual proactive things not just reducing emissions in 15 fucking years but taking taking action now to uh restore and rejuvenate coastal communities or you know find a way to build them up or relocate them or something to use geoengineering tactics like sunlight deflection and all these other things embracing nuclear technology i want to see more of that shit man even at this uh climate town hall thing he didn't have a chance to really get into any of that and that's why we're going to cover it on this fucking show because you know yeah. what it's cool science it shit and it needs to be at the top of the list of solving climate change we're not going to do it with fucking windmills and solar panels guys i'm sorry that's no, the math. No. math math motherfuckers that's how it works 
<laughs> so um, I had a point uh, when they were talking about the military and pulling troops from Afghanistan. Uh, Warren had made a point that she was going to pull troops immediately from Afghanistan. And I believe mm. uh, they bounced it over to Buttigieg about, you know, because I believe he served there or in Iraq. Um, he was great on foreign policy. No, his foreign this, policy this is fucking segment, incredible. This was an amazing answer. He mentioned Hong Kong, which I think was an an interesting, yeah, unique thing. Like he's very he's very up on his fucking foreign policy, um, and that's that's big. You could tell by the way that he talks, like in terms of you know diplomatic engagement and military engagement and shit. Like he was right on the fucking money. On, uh, on foreign policy in this part. I don't remember. I mean, the exact details of that specific part, but I wrote that down. Like, this, this guy knows his shit. Like, I I like him more and more. You know, I, I, no, I he's still want Andrew I've Yang been to be president. To him as well. but like, he's got a lot of good ideas, and his foreign policy is, like, for me, a breath of fresh air because it's almost like we have somebody as cool and collected as Obama was in handling that stuff. But he's been on the front lines, and but he's, he's been also... in the military, and he knows what it's like out there for troops. So he's gonna like, he's gonna address that more appropriately than I feel somebody who was never who's never served could, you know, like like a fat piece of shit who deferred the draft like five times because he pretended he got his hey, daddy's doctor don't to knock say it, I he have had bone spurs. Bone spurs. Oh uh, fuck, fuck no. We need a no Trump belt. We need multiple bells. I've decided we need multiple bells. We need to get uh, yeah, them on like, different notes, different They need tones. to be very unique and distinctive. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought Klobuchar was good on trade when she was talking about like trade policy. Um, again, I don't remember the specifics, but it was just like, Klobuchar, good on trade. Yeah. She's got some good ideas there. I, I, I do like her as well. Uh, I don't want her to be president. Uh, just like I, I love Mayor Pete, but I, don't, I, I want Andrew to be president. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I feel like they would make great cabinet members. That's for sure. Or bunk mates in the Lincoln bedroom. Did I just say that? Oops. <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. I had I had to cut that off because I put a really funny joke. What were you saying? Oh, I was saying uh, anybody on that stage besides Bernie, Biden, Warren, and Kamala, I would be okay with. Yes, I really? if Kamala if Kamala becomes I'm not I I'm Kamala. so not Kamala, Kamala whatever. <laughs> um, I love it. Oh my God! Speaking of which, another thing that was uh it was a little bit farther in. I'll I'll hold my tongue on that. But uh, when Bernie was talking about democratic socialism is not being like Venezuela, um, <laughs> our our friend from Univision, the other uh host from Univision that was there, I forgot his name, but uh. He had raised some really good questions, and when he went to Bernie asking, like, how is your version of socialism different than what's in Venezuela, like, he kind of just tangented on, like, this is what I'm going to do, like... Uh, diversion. We're going to be like Denmark. It's like... Diversion. That's, diversion. That's, that's, that, like, those are not so socialist bad. societies. Those are social democracies. And if you want a clear distinction and definition of terms, uh, go talk to Rio at the Moving Forward podcast. He will set that shit straight in your head. Those are not socialist countries. They are social democracies. There's a fucking difference. Clarification of terms. Jenner, go Words ahead and ding the stuff. bell for me. I, I got to say something. Go ahead and ding bell. Go ding. 
Dang. I got to get you your um, own bell. I'm going to do it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I didn't look into this, but I just kind of saw the headline earlier and I don't know if it's true or not, or if it was like satire, but uh, that from what the headline said, it made it look like uh, Trump had paid or the Trump campaign or somebody associated with it had paid to actually have a aerial flyer over the Democratic National Convention or not National Convention. I'm sorry. You know the, what I mean? Democratic debate. Yeah. To, to actually have a flyer over it saying that socialism will ruin the economy of Texas or something to that effect. <laughs> yeah. I don't talk know about a true. desperate claw for attention. He's <laughs> yeah, been I that don't way the whole true, time. Yeah. Most of, most yeah. of his fans online are fake. They're bots. Most of his Twitter followers are fucking bots. No, he's been, to- he's been this, des- this desperate the whole time. I still get ads like, we need Trump supporters who love America just like you. And I'm like, no, it's ridiculous. I targeted ads emails. that are like, like yeah. I've unsubscribed from oh, yeah, emails all multiple of them. times and they still send me emails like, yeah. what do you yeah. think of President Trump? Is he good or other? And I'm like, bad isn't a fucking option. <laughs> like, is he good? Super great. Fantastic. Or phenomenal. <laughs> terrific. You can also read in terrific. Terrific. Like, terrific. Yeah. It's terrific. Jesus, uh, we cannot. Babies who have the evil socialism ruling the country. <laughs> you know, just those are all ridiculous yeah. fucking questions. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I also had here that Booker. The only reason, uh, oh, I, I was just going to say, the only reason I get his emails is because I actually sent kind of a long, scathing essay about uh, one of the. Uh, one of the ads that I seen, it was from his campaign. And after that, the emails just won't stop. They just keep coming. So, Oh man, he yeah. inherited my email address from Obama. Cause I used to write him at the white house and call him. Uh, so yeah, he inherited my email address from that server. And, uh, I, I had to block him like 80 times. He, they kept trying to find fucking workarounds. It's a, it was a whole thing. Uh, anyway, yeah. no, I was saying uh, Booker was also good on foreign policy. Again, I don't remember the specifics because I can't write that fast. And um, Warren bringing up the restoration of the State Department and like working diplomatically like one million percent. Again, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a Warren fan, but everybody it's, has ideas. It is just not ugh. the important. Yeah, yeah, no, that one stuck out to me ones. as well. Our State Department is fucking dead right now. We're not. We don't have diplomatic options on the fucking table, which is why, yep. you know, it's all pretend. It's all photo ops at the DMZ, or uh, you know, imaginary. There's no actual talks yeah, going there, on. No, it's, it's like literally just it's, photo ops. It's rage canceled. Taliban slumber parties at Camp David on 9-11. That's, that's what we're dealing with. We have no diplomacy. Because our president is a fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we don't talk about Which is why we are talking about this. Because our president is a fucking idiot. We need a new one. <laughs> our new one might be listening to this, so we need to watch our... We need to watch how crazy we get all right all right yeah. um uh, do, we I did have... about, do we want to talk about how uh joe biden when uh the uh well what do you call him the questioner i guess the person asking the question what is the name for them moderator Mo- there you go moderator thank you um yeah uh are we going to talk about how when uh she brought up inequality uh in school and race uh as soon as those words came out of her mouth he laughed 
literally laughed. Yeah, he did it just goes like, to show that he has not really changed his stance in the last forty years that he's been in politics. And not only yeah, he's, he's playing a facade at this point. Not only that, like the question was about segregation and slavery, and he immediately like one eighty is like, oh. I'm going to talk about education and then just say a bunch of stuff that everybody else said. He didn't answer anything. No, no, no. He literally just repeated everything everybody else said about education. When he was asked about segregation and slavery, he did this insane. I don't even want to call it a 180 because it's almost like he like flipped into a, 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 higher dimension and went off in a completely different fuck it's like what are you doing and then it was, he it had was this weird thing like where that's what it was he just went nuts and did, nothing he said was even relevant to what was being asked no not it's at all it was incoherent and for a split second it almost sounded like he had forgotten that his wife was dead which I'm like yeah. you know what yeah. This he's he's been through fucking hell you hear him tell a story it's like this guy's heart's in the right place. His his mind might not be, you know. And I it I I feel bad for saying it, but it it seems pretty fucking true. He's had some crazy trauma. His brain's he's forgetting names. He's forgetting little stuff. It's it's deeply concerning. And he's already super old. Are we really gonna commit to four years of this guy, or or Bernie? You know, the guy could get a cold yeah. and then we'd be fucked. You know, it's like, can, yeah. can we please get some young blood? I'd be okay mm. with Mayor or Mayor Face, Gay Face, Mayor McPeedy Face, <laughs> Cutie Pants, Mayor McCutie Pants. I was trying to think of something cute to um, call him. I like him. I'd be fine of if he was president. Speaking of education, gay. yes. Um, did anybody else catch the the Kam- Kamala's little bullshit statistic about if? black children see a black teacher yeah. before the third oh, grade they're like 60 quasi yeah she to was... go to college i'm like whose fucking ass did you pull that statistic Who's... out of i'm like yeah. it sounds great but like you can totally tell that she made it up on the spot and C- listeners cit- citation listeners, please. please i don't know if That's... i am wrong do yeah. not feel I wrote, like I do not hesitate to correct me please Send me a link to this study because I am dying to fucking know where the study this says was, that yeah, kids this are more likely yeah. to go to college if they have a black teacher growing well, up. This is a, such a random pseudoscientific uh, yeah, Paul. Uh, if a black child has two black straws. teachers before third grade, they are 32% more likely to go to college. And I think she said 13% for one black teacher before third grade. That's yeah. such a weird random statistic. Like... If you're playing the identity politics card, that is such a weird random statistic. It's like, okay, who conducted the study? Where is this? What, what, it's a, what, what exactly are you saying? Because it almost sounds like she's saying black black kids need they need black teachers, which almost sounds uh, quasi segregationist, doesn't it? <laughs> Just a little. I bit. mean, I mean, this is this is. <laughs> I didn't get that. I mean, I think the idea she was trying to get across was like, we need more black teachers in public schools. Like, we need more diversity in the teaching of Americans of American children's, which is a great heartfelt sentiment. I can get that if that's the direction she was going, but the way she presented it It, just made it it seem like it did come off like it didn't come off. It it Um, came off like black black kids need black teachers, and it's just like. Yeah, we, that's what I gathered there, from it. I was like, I don't know. There's a good a little, point there. 
there is a good point there. Um, because, it was you know, not articulated it, it, it's, well. It's like the same thing, you know, because like when young women see, you know, like women working in STEM rather than doing something completely differently, like being exactly anything like a housewife or not being allowed to work or, you know, it's kind of along those lines is the error I got from it. Um, there, there's you know, a way to frame it as a role model thing, but the way that she was playing it from my mind scary. was like as a, as a you know, cheap race card identity politics thing where it almost sounds like um, I'm probably going to cut this because this is contra- controversial shit. But, um, uh, you know, they're clear there. There's real shit there, but it's uh, there. There are parts where it just it goes to I'm I'm cutting this. We're good. OK, so um, since we're cutting this, I want to lead into the next part there, because uh, when we came back from the next commercial break, there was that, I think, out of all of them, I could be wrong, but it seemed like it was the longest. Joe Biden got heckled for like 40 fucking seconds straight. What oh, were they that? yelling? Could anybody was, make that out? I just of you? looked it up. Um, no. Variety Magazine website is saying that they were chanting Fire Pantaleo and 3 million <laughs> deportations in <laughs> reference to the number of people deported under the Obama administration. Are you? It was the same people from last time then. I think so. That was the last. I think yeah. so, but they—that's what they're saying. It is on here. I'll see if I can find another. Uh, another. We yeah, to that. You, we, y'all have skipped way forward from my notes. Um, rolling back. Yep. Actually, so, mentioned this at the top when when they were talking about um. Um, like there was a better place to mention nine eleven, and it was during the foreign policy section. And uh, I liked his idea of having an automatic sunset on the AUMFs. We're still operating now off of uh, the 2001-2002 AUMFs that were put in place after 9-11 to fight terrorism. That's the authorization for the use of military force. For people not familiar with that, that's the document that they have to get. That's the approval that you have to get to fucking go to war somewhere. And we're still uh, we're still fighting on those same ones, and uh, it's uh, pretty important that uh, you know maybe Congress gets their shit together and uh, fixes that shit. Hopefully. That's uh, you know. So I thought I thought just having that built in like an automatic sunset for any authorization of the use of military force. I thought that was really smart. Um, yeah. He was uh, very 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 strong on the military. There, I wrote bro sploosh. <laughs> I wrote bro sploosh after show <laughs> no it's fine it's That's great hilarious. this oh, is why people bro-sploosh. listen to this show um Yang was good on the military too he did miss an uh, opportunity there um to just in terms of like goals and strategy strategies um, for, you know, have have an end goal in mind if you're going to go, you know, if you have a military option somewhere, because Yang's very strategic like that. He's like, if we're going to go into somewhere, if we're using military action because we can't resolve it otherwise, we need to have a very clear plan, a goal, and, like, an exit strategy. And that that was another missed opportunity for me that I wish he had brought up. Um, and then Booker's point on veterans during that part was really good that's yeah we've been talking about yeah he said something along the lines of we've been talking about uh about uh soldiers overseas and nobody's mentioned veterans once is that what you're saying 
yeah, veteran yeah. career. That, that's that that's a powerful political move right there. I think that's because nobody really is talking about that and the the problems with the VA and stuff. So uh, I think that is very important that we talk about. You know, like we have to take responsibility if we're gonna put them in harm's way in the fucking first place. We need to make sure that we have a goal, and uh, you know, we need to make sure that we take care of them when they get home. You know what I mean? Reint- reintegrating into society after living in that fucking shit. It's like, it's huge. So it it is something that definitely needs to be, you know, kind of front and center in terms of our foreign policy and our, our military policy. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so where uh, are you back, at? In, 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 in I, I just found the note I was going to say when you're talking about the, the sunset uh, clause thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, there was a good point made that, uh, you know, people that are eligible to be in the military now are uh, people are that are eligible to be in the military now uh, weren't alive when 9-11 happened, you know, and we're still yeah. in basically the same war, which, yep. yeah, yeah, it's it's just craziness. Things should not be allowed to go on that long. It's, it's I, I, I think it was termed a forever war when he talked about it. But, uh, yeah, they've been tossing yeah. that term around a lot. The forever wars, yeah. ending the forever wars, yada yada. Andrew has. I haven't really heard anybody else using that yet. Um, I think it was Buttigieg that said it. Um, he's he's adopted quite a few of Andrew's talking points, and a lot of them, a lot of people are calling this theft. I I don't really kind of see it that way. It's like he's acknowledging the same problems. Um, hmm. And you gotta, you kind of gotta give them credit for that. So, but yeah, there, there there seems to be a lot of that going on, in terms of the the top tier candidates. They see Andrew's trajectory, and they're they're starting to adopt some of his talking points because they're like, oh shit, how do we talk about that? We didn't plan for that. Oh man, oh, uh, Jenner, Jenner, uh, you'd be a good yes. person to ask. But back to climate with Yang. Um, yes. What what does he mean by the climate dollars? What's that whole thing? Climate dollars. I think yeah. you mean democracy dollars. Was that? No, it, it was. It was, had to do with the climate. climate I thought um, the carbon yeah. fee and dividend. No, no, he said something along the lines of you know every American would have a hundred climate dollars. I thought is what he said. I think you're oh, referring no, that, to the yeah, democracy that's the dollars. Democracy so dollars that was thing. that was his plan dollars. to basically okay. give everybody um, enough money got to, switched. to donate um, yeah. enough money to donate to their candidate of choice during election season, right. so to that wash way, out actual donors, yeah. like people, okay. donors, okay. citizen yeah, donors, yeah. far outweigh I'm whatever the corporations okay. are yeah. throwing to yeah. these people. My, yeah, my shit got crossed there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, you're That's good. What, you're good. I was like, why in the hell? You know, because I'd never heard of climate dollars before. So, you know, maybe, yeah. that might be something to look into. Let's find out about climate dollars. Maybe people will start caring about the, the climate if it has dollar signs attached to it. Yes, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, man. So, we are on climate change. Uh, my one note on Warren was not enough. Not enough. Yeah, Way not too, enough. too too little, too late. Sounded too little, correct. too late. Warren, Didn't everything she needed to say, and she is against nuclear. So fuck her. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, that's that was Yang's step one of solving climate change is using democracy dollars to wipe out dark money in politics, which is the main thing that's, that's actually I, preventing. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. yeah. See, no, you were you were right on. You just have incomplete thoughts, and yeah, my notes yeah. are totally like that too. Yeah. No, he was saying that we that the number one way to tackle climate change legislatively is to wash out the dark money that is the ultimate force driving the corruption there and right. we do that easily if we allow every citizen a $100 a year thing that they can only give to a political candidate or an organization or whatever and you can wash out corporate money like like nothing so that that was that was a a good point. Again, I wish he had more time. I wish he could go into his geoengineering strategies, because if you only read the headlines on this guy, he sounds like a crazy. He sounds right, like right. the fucking the guy with the boot on his head. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, uh, what was he as? Uh, uh, vermin like, Supreme. Vermin, yeah, Vermin Supreme. There we go. I knew Vermin yeah. was in there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You actually have to listen to because the ideas are so radical, but that's the exact same shit that people said about Bernie was like, his ideas were so radical at the time. That's, we were like, what? And nobody thing. took him seriously. Bernie just opened the door to what like, you know, yeah, no, really like think because it's like, we've had a bunch of corporate Democrats up to that point, And Bernie kind of like, through the field a little bit of like you know like he he spoke to people that felt they weren't getting represented before and it's kind of sparked people like andrew yang like i feel like it, bernie he is the changed reason the andrew party yang is there like no it's i don't i don't think it's that he changed the party in a way that made radical idea what were radical ideas it made them mainstream in a way that made the democrats believe in change again like real systemic large-scale radical change his ideas were so radical when he was talking about Medicare for all and free college and, you know, student loan debt and all that shit. When he was, he's been talking about this shit for years. And at the time it was like this fringy extremist view. And now it's the mainstream view of the Democratic Party that like everybody's like, yes, healthcare is a human right. It didn't used to be like that. So we have to credit Bernie with like changing the giving credit zeitgeist of the democratic party he has defined that i feel like that is his greatest achievement and that is his time to step down and serve on some kind of advisory committee or something i don't think he should be president he's too old he's he he paved the way he's a fucking pioneer but we don't we don't put the we don't put the you know, grandpa needs to hit the brakes and go back to the home. Exactly. It's like, take a break, take a break. You deserve it. You've been working hard your whole life. You deserve a break. And the second that Trump gets out of office, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, please retire. Please retire. You deserve a break girl. Get some Mai Tais on the beach. Get rubbed down with coconut oil by hot Brazilian men. You deserve it. Sister retire. Anyway, that's a tangent. Um, does anybody have any other thoughts? Because I have to pee and I want to go switch my laundry out. Oh, lame. Well, uh, the only other things on here, uh, we mentioned Kamala getting into uh, Kamala. Sorry. It's, everybody says it different. It always throws me off. Uh, Kamala, uh, the weird identity politics stacks. Uh, I, 
citation, please. Exactly. Um, uh, Biden, with the whole when he was asked about racism and segregation and slavery, he went poof, rolled his eyes, kind of laughed a little, and then just repeated everything else that everybody said about education and momentarily forgot that his wife was dead, which was sad. Ugh, um, God, he needs to go to the home. Too. Uh, Maybe him education, um, you know, teacher pay, standardized tests. Uh, this is Yang's shit. Every, he brought up teacher pay first. Everybody obviously talked about teacher pay because they're like, oh, yeah, that's important. But he talked about standardized tests. And he talked about 60 to 75% of the problems being outside of the school and the power of the freedom dividend it was to the only solve problems outside of the school. Exactly. Exactly. He's talking about the, the, the foundational problems that everyday people are fucking dealing with. It's not just about the like what are you you know what are you going to do in your policy like what are you going to do for me he's going to give you a freedom dividend that is going to give you fucking financial freedom and security knowing that you're a a a shareholder of the richest economy in the fucking planet and you deserve a chunk of that we can live a life of fucking abundance we have more than enough money to fucking do this and we can relieve so much fucking suffering just by giving people a cushion, a tiny little cushion of a thousand dollars a month. That's it would, all it fucking it takes. Would solve it's literally a, every problem I have. Every problem I have right you, now. You, me, every Josh, problem. Everybody, everybody in us. the Yang gang that I've talked to, I'm like, what would that do for you, bro? If I blew a tire on the way to work tomorrow, I would be fucked. Fucked. Yep. That's where I'm at. That's where we're all at. You know, giving us that fucking cushion, and especially considering that these companies have made themselves, they are built of our fucking data. It's us. We built that. We built that, and these motherfuckers have billions of dollars. And we, granted, we do give away our data freely, and then just, oh, and they can target ads and whatever. Putting a tax on that will stop that shit. But... You know, they realized we need Andrew to do that. Tech bros realized that data is the, I I keep switching between data and data. I I like both. Whatever. We need to do a it's segment the oil on Cambridge the fucking, Analytica and that whole thing. Yeah, it's outrage machine. Got it. Absolutely. Boom, boom. No, but it it really is the oil of the 21st century and the fucking tech bros realized this a long fucking time ago. They're like this is more valuable than anything when you can have data on people. And like, hey, data security, privacy, everybody out there, you should be very concerned about that. You should be concerned about your data. You should be concerned about your privacy. Are you aware that your data is being used to build trillion-dollar fucking tech companies? Because it is. And if you want a slice of that shit, vote for fucking Andrew Yang because he's going to send you $1,000 a month straight into your bank account, tax-free, no fucking requirements whatsoever, you get a piece of that shit. That's where that money's coming from. It's not coming from people's income. It's not coming from this and that. We're not just taxing the wealthy. We're not just saying the 1%, the richest 1% of the percent of the percent of the percent. We're not saying we're just going to find the richest motherfucker in the land and tax them so that we can give money to poor people. This is your data. This is your shit that you are building these industries and you deserve a cut. That is my Fucking Andrew Yang rant for the fucking evening. Okay. 
Freedom dividend. Oh, I, I wrote, I actually wrote in here, boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> when he dropped the freedom dividend and talking about education and like not only do bomb. we not only do we need to pay teachers more we need the stay at home moms to have more we need everybody to fucking have more we need to pay them for the value of their fucking work and make this the home more safer and sustainable and give people, you know, better health and freedom and nutrition and everything else that fucking goes with that. Imagine how much that would solve. Imagine how much of a raise that is. Bernie talks about $15. Who the fuck is that going to help? You know, tiny percentage people who are already working. By the time it's actually just, $15, fucking hardly anybody. Yeah. Yeah, nobody. This is shit, real shit on the ground right now that we can do. And we don't have to print a single new dollar. Not one new dollar has to be printed to fund this fucking project. We can do it entirely through this value-added tax that's at half European levels. And uh, I, I might actually put the infographic because there's a lot of overlap and stuff and it's a lot of technical shit. And if you have to pee, girl, go pee. I'm trying to finish this shit, but you're taking for goddamn ever. That You knew this was going to be a big breakdown. It was a three-hour event. I knew it was going to be a thing, but... You should have. If I don't have to pee, you should brought. You should have brought a bottle. Should have brought a bottle. Yeah. I have one of road, road trip glasses. rules. I can do that. Uh, <laughs> I had notes here about like we need to look more into this public school versus charter school thing. I didn't know Yang was hardcore on charter schools. I think that was probably as a somebody who attended a charter school. Uh, let me just say that some of them are in fact better than public schools but some of them are fucking awful because the regulations on charter schools are not nearly as tight as yeah, they are it's on a regu- it's, it's, it's a regulatory good. issue so um, like that is something that we should definitely talk about yeah okay. that could be a whole so, outreach machine episode oh absolutely so my final notes um the heckling of Biden really bad. It looked like game over. Went on for two minutes. I just but he out. stumbled through it and kind of landed it with his personal story. Pete was awesome on uh, you know his story of resilience, being gay in the military during during uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell. His coming out story very touching, uh, and it was in a way that was uh, you know freedom, patriotic America. It was very. Uh, Still very kind of in line with conservative values. So very bootlickery. No, uh, come on now. Uh, I thought Yang was light, man. He was light on that thing. It that was a perfect opportunity for him to bring up the bathtub thing. You know, realizing that he, you know, in starting venture for America, realizing that he's throwing money at a problem that like needs to be solved at a higher level. And addressing that shit at the higher level, I I thought that was a perfect point for him to bring that in, but I don't I don't blame him, man. He still got the least airtime of anybody on there. They need to yeah, let that him was kind speak. of upsetting. Let him speak, guys, because if you they have, need to pin like, him against Biden and against Warren and like you know like the 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 so called top front runner people, they're like, not even going to be in the picture pretty soon. I mean the. Biden, I think he's done. I think he's I like think done, he's done, done. Yeah, I don't know. I think tonight was the nail in his coffin. He he's losing his grip, and he's it's just not gonna happen. I think I think he's. I already sensed that he was going into a nosedive. I'm sensing like terminal velocity nosedive right now. So uh, those were all of my notes. 
Those are my closing thoughts. It was an interesting night. Andrew Yang, still the best option on the stage. Pete Buttigieg it, by the is uh, still super cute, and I like him. Uh, Booker, very passionate. He's got them puppy dog eyes. Keep using them, man. That was uh, that was <laughs> that was Beto. That puppy dog eyes? No. Yeah, Booker. no, that was Beto because Booker had the cocaine eyes. No, I, I was calling him puppy dog eyes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't he know was, about that. He because he has like the sad look, you know, like, very intense. Uh, those yes. So I, I really want it to be Yang for president and Booker for vice president. I feel like those two together are a perfect fucking candidate. I would just love to watch conservatives shit several bricks watching an Asian guy and a black guy take over after Trump. That would be awesome. (laughs) That would be fucking hilarious. It's well, I mean, you got to remember that that Yang is healing those divides, man. And it's perfect because that's what we need. Like, we don't need there to be. Oh, we know so many people. Yeah, he's black. Like, we have so many people in the fucking Yang gang that are that voted for Trump. They're not racists. They're not idiots. They're not assholes, you know? And and this is something that the Democrats don't really get. You can't write off half the country, okay? Like we we have all been feeling this economic fucking strain for a long time. Like it's not working for us. That's what that is. Trump was making the right promises. He had the wrong solutions. Andrew has the right fucking solutions to those problems. We all know what a fucking mess Trump has been. Okay. It's so bad. I don't even want to talk about it on this show. It's that bad. It's terrible. And it it's bad enough that it keeps most of us up at night worrying like for our safety and for our the, for the future, future of our democracy. We don't even have fucking kids, man. Can you imagine? Yeah, that, no. And I'm like, I don't have to worry about my having? kids because we you don't know? have any. Yeah. And it's like. It's worrisome to us. I'm worried about our future. Like, you know, the way that things are going, we shouldn't have to be in this position. Like, we should not have to be in a position where we have to watch and babysit our president to make sure that he doesn't do something detrimental to the country. Right. But no, this and is Andrew the, Yang this is, is somebody the important who was point, like, though. you know, like he can go and do his thing and we can just forget about him. Forget he that he's there. Like we can go back to those days of not having to worry about it. Because yeah. our politicians are going to be people that we trust, people that yeah. actually represent us and our values as American citizens. The point I was trying to make there is that he was calling out the real problems. Trump was, and we and Andrew credits him for that, and we have to too. You know, we can't just be like he did get some of the problems somewhat right. His answers to them were total bullshit, but we need to understand. Our, our brothers and sisters here in the United States of America that voted for him and not just chastise them and write them off and call them fucking white supremacist, racist, shithead idiots because that's the wrong fucking answer. You know, you can't judge people like that. You know, like we all, we're all people. People we be. Paul, closing thoughts before we uh, call it a night here. This has been fun. Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't know. Closing thought is the same as the first thing I said. It was a shit show. It was better than the other debates, but I, I don't know. I guess you. I guess you just can't even hope for anything good to come out of anything that's political and putting the public eye like that. I mean, it just turns into a spectacle and it's a circus, really. 
Let's yeah, see. Josh, you'd you'd made the comment about like, what is this stage? Is this where they film fucking X Factor? <laughs> like, what is this shit? Yeah, no. At the very beginning, <laughs> when the when the camera was panning down after they were getting ready to do introductions and everything at the very start of it, um, I was like, did they use the stage from X Factor? Like, it <laughs> just, just looked like so similar to total. It's like one of those singing media spectacle like, in a bad America's way. America's Got Talent or something yeah. kind of stage. Very kind of hokey. It's still, it's still the. Be- I think it's in terms of substantive argument. I think it's the most productive so far. But it's still like y'all are at like a two point three seven. You need to get up to like a six <laughs> real quick. Because right. by the time you're going to face off against Trump, you're going to be at 9.99 and you need to be fucking ready. You can't be bogged down in this fucking like false disagreement thing that you're doing. I agree with you more than you agree with me. Fuck you. Stop that shit. Stop attacking each other. Figure out the fucking solutions and work on Seriously, it. that's together. the issue is they just all said almost exactly the same thing, especially on uh, health care. And then it's. Yeah, it, 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 it's it just like a fuck about you. I agree with you, right, but I'm going to do it slightly different. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the first one, it went on for like an hour like that. If it, it was just this like false disagreement where it was just like the, the and there was no clarity to any of it. It was just a waste. Of oh, and I would everybody's time. I would like I would like to make the point that uh, saying that uh, uh Trump wasn't able to do it, but I will be is not a cogent argument. And I heard it from almost fucking everybody. Yeah, no, that was a really common one. I think at least three or four of them I heard say something to that tune. And it was just like, okay, fucking prove it then. Like, don't just talk the talk, walk the walk. Like you guys like, and honestly, like Andrew Yang doing the freedom dividend dealio for 10 more people. Like, that's him walking the walk. Like, can I just put that out there? Like, people heckled him and gave him shit for it, but he's willing to put his own campaign finance dollars and his own money on the line. Right. He's going to give it right back. To show people that this fucking works and this is the way to go about it because it's going to help everybody. It's going to change lives, man. It's not It's and not a matter of I'm right, you're say, wrong. It's like... Imagine how numbers. great that would be. This no, look at these happen. families. No, this he's tying it to the humanity part. He's saying, not only does the math say it's going to work, listen to the stories of all these people who tell you exactly what that $1,000 did for them every month, for those families. You know what I mean? It's about It's about showing it in that way, in the humanity way. It's not just about the math. And that is why we fucking love Andrew Yang, because it's math, it's science, it's nerdiness, it's humor, it's memes. But you know what? It's fucking real. It's human. And that's where we're going to call it. Thank you so much for listening to the show this evening. This was super fun. Uh, I don't know how much we'll put in the outro, but... uh, yeah, thanks guys. That definitely can, that concludes. Thank you, Paul, our, uh, for coming on and giving us your feedback. We were a little worried when we started without you. We were like, <laughs> oh man, a little bit. We had it open. We were waiting for you, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad we got you on. We were we had a different structure kind of set up at first, 
Uh, but this was much more natural. Oh, yeah. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it worked. Anyway. It was good. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, we will talk to you soon. If you are in the Yang Gang, please make sure. Uh, did you lose recording, Paul, on your end? No, I'm still here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, if you are in the Yang Gang, please get in on our Humanity First series. If you want to get a taste of that, listen to episode five. We want to do sit-down conversations with everybody in the Yang Gang. Tell their stories, where they're coming from, what this campaign means to you. Tell your stories live on air. Not live, but you know what I fucking mean. We want to end it out with voicemails from everybody. So get in on this. Follow us on Twitter. Do all that stupid shit. And we will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. My name is Annette, and I'm calling from Aravaca, Arizona, and I'm here to tell you what I thought about Andrew Yang and uh, the third Democratic debate. So, of course, I think he handled it like a boss. I think that his introduction with the $1,000 giveaway was amazing, and I think that he blew all the other candidates out of the water with just that alone. Um, I support the the idea that he is using our campaign money that we have given to him to help other people rather than giving it to mainstream media or uh, paying thousands and thousands of dollars for private jets to, ugh, it's just gross. So anyway, um, I do really love that. I also loved how he, like when all the other candidates are all arguing over each over each other and and bickering at each other and giving each other jabs i love how he just steps back and just lets them all make fools of themselves like i was embarrassed for those other candidates the way they were arguing amongst themselves um i lost a lot of respect for some of some of those candidates when they laughed at him when he made his his opening statement that's not cool man uh, I also, in, uh, he's just above the fray, you know, like he's just, he's just a better person. He's a better human. And, um, everything, I love how cool, calm and concise he is with his answers. He doesn't dodge questions. He answers directly and intelligently and, and, Nobody even really bothers to debate him on any of these things because whether they want to admit it or not, I think they know that he's right. So that is my take on the third Democratic debate with Andrew Yang, and I support him 100%, and I tell everybody that I know about him, and I will continue to do so until we get the Yang gang in the White House. Have a great day, gang gang. Love y'all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
Hey, this is Voice of the Mindful Skeptics podcast um, up here in Southwest Michigan. In regards to the debate of the night, I think, you know, of course, the part that all of us in Yang Gang loved is his announcement of the hashtag 1K giveaway. What I really especially like is the silence and the, the befuddled look on Mayor Pete's face trying to follow that up. He was just standing there with his dick in his hand, looking kind of silly. And this, all he had to say was, that's original. <laughs> but what I also liked and didn't like was the fact that the moderators would were kind of going on attack mode. Uh, like they attacked Yang on a quote of him saying that if a politician is pushing to get rid of charters and only have public schools, then that person, a politician's in bed with the teachers union. And then they also attacked Kamala Harris, maybe a little more justifiably because she was actually uh, the prosecuting attorney, whether the lead prosecutor or what it was, or the uh, attorney general in California. And they directly attacked a campaign or a policy of hers against some kind of voting record or something to do with her as a prosecutor. And of course, what I liked about that was when the moderators attacked Harris, she had that shit grin on her face, that resting face. I won't even say it. But, and all she said was a fake smile, smirk, and a snarled lip, and said, I'm glad you asked for that, with her head bouncing around a little bit. But uh, we all that's all bullshit. She did not appreciate that question being asked. All right, guys, have fun. Mind wave, let's go, gang gang. Oh my God, this is the world first of all. My name is Fred Ramey. I go by Fred the Felon on social media. And that uh, debate was so incredibly corrupt. that Tom uh, Perez, DNC, ABC are just so incredibly corrupt. That, uh, who has debate uh, where they don't talk about the economy once and, they, and, and no closing statement at all whatsoever? And the reason why they did that is because he said he was going to do his debate surprise. And so when he did so, uh, then everybody, the, not the other nine candidates, the the mindset of scarcity hit them, just hit them, was dripping off them. They didn't let him talk for like 45 minutes or an hour after he made his uh, debate surprise and said, hey, we're going to give uh, 10 freedom dividends out to, you know, 10 different families. So so the bottom line is, this is a situation where the, this is completely flipping rigged. This whole thing is rigged. The DNC is corrupt. The uh, Tom Perez is corrupt. We have a corrupt media. We get... Uh, the money out of politics, and that will realign the media. This is total, total garbage. And then, and, and they didn't, they didn't let him talk for like 45 minutes to an hour after he made his announcement. And then they said, Mr. Yang, because they were gonna, uh, you know, ask him a question. And then like four people crowded the freaking, uh, the freaking stage and were fighting and arguing because. They don't want Andrew Yang talking. The worst thing to do is have Andrew Yang talk. It, it, I'm telling you, if he had 45 minutes 
There's a reason why they call it a television, because they do, they do the telling and they give you the vision. If they could have him on the television for 45 minutes in every single American home, we, we would win this whole thing. I was at the debate party, I, you know, and I, I've maintained this. We had 100% uh, name recognition. We have 50% of the vote because we, I was at the debate party. 50% of the candidates, or, or 50% of the support was uh, at the place was Andrew, or was Andrew Yang supporter. So, hey, my name's Fred, Fred the Felon on social media. Uh, give me a buzz anytime, 602-750-8751. Hey guys, this is Joe. I'm out in Omaha, Nebraska. I thought that debate was awesome. I wasn't really expecting it to be more freedom dividends for his announcement, but obviously as we see, it's ended up working out rather well. Uh, I think my favorite part of the debate was that he finally got to talk about democracy dollars. Uh, it's interesting to see, you know, over the first two debates, it was just hammering home on the freedom dividend. Third debate, he's giving out freedom dividends and then talking more about other policies so hopefully it's just uh moving forward from there and yang 2020 hey there uh this is mark clocko uh, calling in from detroit over here i'm part of the uh, metro detroit yang gang and uh yeah so the debate it, it's more about the reaction that i saw after it and really just the msm think pieces that we saw that really kind of made me scratch my head. Um, I think overall in the debate itself, Yang did a great job and it was hilarious watching Buttigieg just freeze for a good 20 seconds after Yang spoke in his uh, introduction. However, uh, the thing that really gets me here is uh, if you look up the New York Times and all of their opinions on how the debate went, First of all, half of those are completely misinformed, and it's all about this, oh, Yang's just one-trick uh, pony BS. But the whole thing that really bothered me is that people were writing articles saying, did Yang even go through um, like a legal team for this? Oh, his campaign's done for because he decided to spend $120,000 on people rather than 30-second ad time, like on ABC or Fox or whatever. So I guess it's uh, a very terrible thing once you want to give out money to people instead of network. That's, uh, that's my main gripe. Uh, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thank you so much for sending in those voicemails, guys. It was great to hear from you. Thank you, listeners, for uh, hanging out with us for a little bit. Uh, and thank you to archive.org. This is something that I was not aware of as a thing that exists. Uh, Paul told me about it. It's where we got all the music uh, for this little voicemail outro bit. Uh, all open source cool shit. So uh, we might use it more. Who knows? It's fun. Anyway. Yeah, this was really fun, and I can't wait to see where this shit goes, man. Yang is going all the way to the top. It's, it's absolutely nuts.
but uh, we'll find out. You know, we're going on this journey together, and I feel like uh, the more connected we are and the more we share, the more we all grow together, we're just, we're building the unstoppable wave that is going to take this country and the world into the future. You can't stop this shit, guys. (laughs) You're amazing. We love you. Thanks for listening. Stargazer. Copyright 2019.